What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Middle cough! Hey, me, Taco Bell Habes! Where are we? We're in Middle Cough's car. We're in Salinas. Driving to go get my car. We just went to a Taco Bell. And Middlecoff asked at the register, what city are we in? Well, did you know? And the girl, <laughs> no, I didn't know. And the girl said, a what? I said, what city are we in? It's like, where are we? She must have thought we just came in from the moon because then I came up and she said, after I ordered my Doritos Locos Cool Ranch taco for the first time. How life, was it? Life-changing experience. And she said, what's your name? And I said, Guy. And she, I could have said my name was Marsupial. She looked at me like I had four heads. I said, what? I said, G-U-Y. And she said, I need to check your ID. Kidding. And I showed her the card. I said, there it is right there. You notice how many cars were in that Salinas Taco Bell? I mean, that thing was... The only the, on, the only thing that did more business tonight than the Salinas Taco Bell was the U.S. Open uh, merch store. They were pushing the product. <laughs> so don't say... We don't gr- Actually, no one says we don't grind because all the listeners we ran into today were just talking about what a grinding blue-collar podcast it is. Appreciate everyone. I mean, we ran into, I mean, multiple groups of people. Multiple. So a couple of them hit us some DMs and we met up, but then there was a lot of just out of the blue. Yeah, we ran into uh, your friends. I forget your guys' names. I'm sorry, I'm bad with names. No, Kyle hit me. I think it was Kyle, Keaton. Well, yeah, and we had a, and Sean hit Hayes. me up. Yeah. Little cough. We got those. Yep, we ran into Steve at the Steve end. He's San dad. Diego State, just right. graduated. You know, Terrestrial Radio would die for that demo. Yep. Full bachelor party, can't get everyone's name in. Yeah. <laughs> Leon. Yeah, we appreciate you listening. Uh, just a lot going on today. So, yeah, we are, um, this is our fourth podcast of the week. We went to Friday's coverage of Pebble Beach. And we're driving like back again, north maybe just 9, pe- 930 on Friday night right now. People listen to our show, I guess. Watch the Warriors too, because a lot of them are from Northern California. Yeah, but it felt like there was a lot of Clay Thompson talk today. A lot, a lot yeah. of Warriors. There's a guy. A lot of Warriors. I just saw like Warriors pullovers, Warriors sweatshirts. Did you notice that? Just like casual people. What what sport? What team was most represented today? I saw a decent amount of Laker hat, or I mean uh, Dodger hats. Yeah, I saw a lot of. I'd say Giants were up there. Yeah, Warriors. I, mean, I, I would say besides like international people, 
actually saw it thinking about it. And again, it just means more. A lot of like SEC apparel. There, there was. Like you would just see a guy with like a Tennessee pullover. You would just see a guy that Duffner would just walk by, and you could tell like War Eagle. And you saw uh, the one dude from this guy's not SEC, but it was like the Texas Tech guy. He's like guns up, guns up. I wanted to be like Cliff Kingsbury, but it wasn't. But you know, it just binds people. I think if you are like you're not going to say like go Sun Devils to Phil. But if you're just some random guy, that pl- even like Duffner, you played at Auburn or you played at Texas Tech, when that guy says it, guy makes you feel decent. Like, you know, there's you can bind you a little. You're in this fucking Monterey. I do feel like we saw a good number of ASU people today, like ASU gear. I saw I, a I handful. I honestly didn't notice any. Really? Honestly. I saw a guy wearing Arizona polo. <clears throat> Imagine being like an Alabama guy who, who was coming to this. Stanford and Cal polo hats. Yeah, yeah. Pac-12 was well represented, right. I thought. Uh... We were debating whether or not to do this podcast driving back. Cause but it looks like we're going to be sucking <laughs> driving. Oh, what is this? Because we're pretty wiped out Yeah. Uh, from a just a, a full day of being fans today. This was not a media, no media passes, no media parking passes. Um, right on the bus with the people, eat chicken sandwiches with the people, drink a big right. ultra with the people, just eat and hang out and watch golf with the people. So, but this was pretty smooth. High level. USGA, or who, yeah, I mean, USGA put it on. It's a... I recommend it. I mean, the problem is I've never been to a golf event as a fan. It is just you don't really know. I don't know if I could do all four days of a well, major I, not knowing really what's happening on the course around me. I think the way to do it would be, here's a key, uh, go to mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1, and mm-hmm. gamble on the sport. Yeah. Because if you're gambling on the sport, you're constantly looking for your guys, and you feel a little more indebted <laughs> like when Kisner came through, when Phil came through, when I was – uh, Spieth, uh, who else I have? Tiger didn't see him actually hit a shot today, but uh, who else you I say got? Kuchar. Co- well, Kuchar's just kicking ass, taking it. He's right there. This thing's going to tell us to exit here in a second to uh, get around this track. Well, yeah, I'm just going to go with it. You're going to go through this red stuff? Well, I just don't think it's – how much does it change? It says it's going to be, I don't know, 52 minutes. But if I – you know, sometimes I just don't even ask, mess with ways because I like – it's 1030 at night. Is it well, really? there, there are – I mean, it looks like it's going to be... But oh, look, this is. look at where it's taking me. Is it really saving me that much? That's my question. My only hope, guy, I mean, to win the tournament is Kuchar, but Gary Woodland, who you said looks like a DH. You think he looks like a DH? <laughs> Gary looks like a, yeah, like a first baseman that DHs a lot. <laughs> if you met Ernie Els, would you be like, that guy played guard back in the day. He's just thick. He's got a big-ass head. Yeah. Rom's huge. Rob's Le- thick. Leishman's huge. Leishman's a big. I mean, La- <coughs> Lowry's just a big boy. Who? Uh, Shane Lowry. Oh yeah. Remember he's got a little chubby guy. Mike Lowry. I mean, what do you think Mike Weir weighs? About one fifty. Yeah, Weir. Roar, Just, I mean, Justin's not very big. No. Who's the other? Is it not Poulter? Who's the other guy? Oh, uh, Luke Donald. Luke Donald. Tiny. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, I. It's pretty like. For anyone that's going, if you're listening to this and you're going like Sunday or something, one of the spots to set up we found was the fourth hole, the fairway goes to the left of the grandstand, and the 17th hole is number three, and that goes straight out. And we sat in that grandstand for a few hours. The tee boxes are literally connected. It's incredible because you get get two groups at a time coming through, crossing each other. It's basically like a 90-degree angle, right? 
Yeah. They, they, they intersect. And you're looking right down the barrel at 17, the par three, which was playing at 208, but played a lot further. It was a dicey shot, and we got to watch Phil and you DJ know who else and all these guys. And that you just would be crazy to mess with, and he's older, would be Stevie Williams, Tiger's old caddy, who's yeah. filling in with Jason Day. He yeah. is a big boy. He is a big dude. He went to take a leak. How about the Cavs on Kisner's caddy? Oh, Dewey, yeah. Uh, they're big. He's a big boy. I mean, I have <laughs> – I've been around a lot of football players, and I don't know if I've ever seen calves like yeah, that they, guy's calves. They always, when he walks, every step he takes, I, I'm like, is this the time his calves are going to hit each other? And he's going to trick him, trip himself. We we don't think that these guys get enough credit for walking, do we? No, I don't think they do. Should I attack it with the way it's telling me I, to go? I don't, you do whatever you you're, you're in charge. Would you attack it? Uh, I I almost always do what Waze tells me to do. So would you do that? Yeah, I would do that. But hey, man, I you know no, I'll do it because there have been there are a number of times where I just go like I know where I am like I'm well, I, I I'm not maps guy. I mean I know where I'm at. But this traffic is stopped and this thing's giving us a way around it. We already went who knows how far out of our way for Taco Bell in Salinas. That was pretty good. <laughs> ah, recording. You you turn. Um. I go the right way. Yeah, you're going the right way. I'll, I'll uh, pull the phone back in a second. This is, uh, you know, this is. Oh, you're going to go right up here on uh, Prunedale South Road, everybody. Well, the bachelor party we ran into, the guys that listened to us wanted me to smoke a joint with them. Then I think oh, they, they told me it was just me. CBD. Oh, it was just CBD. Oh, I don't know. Right? Ease, right. Ease Wellness. EaseWellness.com uh, promo code HAM get you. 20 bucks off your first Ease order, and uh, I mean we're going to a place that honestly, if like. We got T-Bone. They would just kill us. We're in the middle of nowhere. It's pitch dark. Yeah. It's in, like, between Salinas and San Jose. I got right, John, no run, John, run Prunedale South. Come on. Everybody knows Prunedale South Road. You're right, though. We're moving. <laughs> We're moving. Um, <clears throat> then we saw – so, eight. this is what happened on 18. Middlecoff asked me a hypothet- – you asked me a hypothetical early, early well, in the day. Well, you played the course I hadn't, and I hadn't been there in a long time. I didn't <laughs> know where they hit it. You, your hypothetical early in the day was, as we were walking into the event – if I told you that you would get hit below the neck by a Tiger Drive. And not in the private park. And not in the nuts. But it would be funny, and it would go viral. But it, would you Yeah, do it would it? hit like your thigh, so it wouldn't kill yeah, you. Right? Yeah, and you wouldn't be embarrassed. You'd, you'd be in on the – like, you're laughing. Everybody thinks it's fine. Go straight. And you're fine. <laughs> and you're fine. And then you get, like, a moment with Tiger. Would you do that? And it, it, to me, it could be like Graham McDowell or something. Just it, it didn't even have to be Tiger necessarily. Just something, but it makes television. Yeah, yeah. Well, this last group was coming was clearly on TV, right? <clears throat> and yeah, that's right, because it was DJ Phil and Graham, Graham McDowell, and all 18, of them, and they were one of the last groups. Yeah, and all of them were under par. This is before Patrick Reed snapped his wedge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Near the end of the day, I mean, how many golfers do you think left on the course, right? Yeah. Probably 30 max. Well, there were a few groups late that no one was waiting around for. Yeah. They were playing they the were empty relevant. grandstands. Well, when we were getting off the grandstands, as those as Phil and everyone were on the green on 17, I heard the Fox camera guy laugh at the guy on top of the grandstands, like, hey, can you hold him for two more groups? Kind of like, it looks good in the shot. That sucks. And, but he was joking because he knew he could. I mean, people can do whatever they want. But he's like, well, well these shots are gone, right? Because part <laughs> you of it, gotta be it there looks, in case somebody hits a hole in one or something. Yeah, but it looks so sweet with a packed grandstand behind him. Yeah. So we go out to 18. We're on the right side of the fairway. The only place you can be. The other side is the it's largest water. Uh, water hazard in the galaxy. And uh, 
the only water water hazard on the course it turns out the, the ocean the ocean yeah no lakes <clears throat> and uh so we're, we're we, just for those of you that know what 18 looks like we are probably what would you say like 30 yards shy of the tree that's in the fairway 40 yards shy. I, I feel we're probably 250 ish down there like if you had a 250 yard drive that's where we would be standing you think I feel like maybe we're a little for 270 I mean how yeah. far does it hit it 500 <laughs> So yeah, maybe we were 250. Because he wasn't that far away from us, so I'd go 300, and he pushed away. So right. Middlecoff has legendary bad vision, and even if you're looking from 200 for two plus football fields out, you can't see the guy swinging. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm losing it. Yeah. And so I'm looking. If, it, if look, anyone knows a Lasix or anyone they want to sponsor the pod, we're gonna get them on. I'll just do trade. I've got. I would do it too. Once upon a time, a radio station in Fresno tried to get me LASIK, but my corneas were too thin. It turned out. Would it, that still so the me, case, or me they, and Steph have a, have the same issue. They get thicker as you get older. Or no. So uh, it was too risky to cut on. Well, there's a chance that I had that too. So I've got terrible vision, but I wear contacts. So I'm looking and I see Dustin swing, and it's not that you can recognize Dustin, but I just we know it's Dustin, and I just immediately he does the swing where like. You can tell it's not doing what he wants. He kind of lets go of the club. And and then you've got the marshal that has the two big orange sticks, starts waving the two towards Basically us. Basically like the guys when the planes land yes. at airports. Starts waving, and I know they're waving it towards it. You're going to go right uh, here to, to 156 north. north, yeah. And uh, and that's when I'm like, I think it's coming for us. And I kind of just move a little bit, but I'm trying to play it cool. You just go straight dive to the left onto the sidewalk. And a couple people who were smart, obviously golf vets, they didn't know what was going on, but they saw you kind of take cover, and they took cover. And well, then I had, enough, asked, I had asked the kid next to me who had been there for a minute, are we in the firing line? And he said, no, nah, we're good. Can I go left here? What the fuck? It says go. Uh, what is going on? What do you think we got going on here? Yeah, look, you can sit right there. It says go left. Maybe those merge. Well, hold on. Now you can go. You got a green light. We're we gonna be going the wrong way. I mean, that says that. Look at that sign right there. There's people. Like, I think we can go left. Yeah, go left. All right, here we go. So, I'm with you. We're in the. Yeah, you're good. That's double you admit yellow. If you've never been on this road, no, that's terrifying. Sketchy. Yeah. No, like, I don't ever get mad in San Francisco at people who don't know what they're doing. If they're new around town. So what am I doing? Just keep going straight, and then it'll bend back left. So <clears throat> you took cover, rightly so. And then the ball lands. Behind like, the kid that told me we were behind safe. Behind a child. Because he told me we were safe. A big, no, he was a like, big child. He was like 16. <laughs> but he's like, you were good. And then go left. And then uh, and then the ball hits the sidewalk like 30 yards past us. There's it a takes Taco a Bell we were supposed humongous to hop, yeah. Well, it was DJ's ball. It not only hit the fucking car path, he got so lucky, it bounced back toward the fairway after hitting the car path on the fly. You don't want to go to that Taco Bell, too? Uh, I mean, I probably would. <laughs> he did get really lucky. Because the ball should have gone, it basically should have been out of bounds. Yeah. And then, it was my first experience ever doing this. 5 Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Thank you for your service. The, first time doing what? When a guy's off the beaten path, that you go huddle around. Oh, yeah. It's a crazy action. Well, we shot. didn't even think of it at first, did we? No, I didn't realize. And then it was like, why don't we go stand right next to DJ? And you kind of could. And then little did we know, his playing partner, who was in the fairway, Phil Mickelson, 
hit a terrible second shot and did the same <laughs> thing, just like 200 yards down I the I didn't barrel. hear it. You said you heard somebody well, I yell. just heard, four! And it was like, well, it's only McDowell or Phil. And you go, well, it's probably not Graham McDowell. You know, Phil's getting a, Phil gets a little loosey-goosey as the round goes on. Which is what we came to see. We saw him hit a terrible shot. I mean, an, an absolutely hideous shot. Now, granted, it was the rough was really bad. And then little did we know, because it was up a hill and you can't see the green, he chips it in for birdie. So how do you feel about the uh, – this is something we spent a lot of time talking about uh, today. How do you feel about – the level of, I wouldn't say it's negative heckling that players get, but they're just, they're, they are constantly so close to everybody. And, like, they're, they're just getting talked to all the time. Phil, give us a thumbs up, Phil. Phil, give us a thumbs up. Phil, how about a thumbs up? Cavs. Phil, how about a thumbs up? All right, DJ, you got this, man. How about a, how about a thumbs yeah, DJ, up, DJ, you're the man. DJ, 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 Ricky. Ricky. I mean, I'm doing it, too. You can't help but doing it. Like, if you go to a Warriors game, you're like, Let's go Dubs! Let's go Warriors! You do a little, let's go Steph! But it's like, come on Warriors! Right? But you know what, like, I think when those guys are on the putting green in front of a big grandstand, I would bet in some ways that's less distracting than like on a tee box. Because how many times does Phil hear his name for 18 holes? Well, when you're in the grand, Thousands? first of all, when you're on the putting green, right, the grandstand's a little further away. So all the and there's a lot of people on the same spot. And so it all kind of just becomes white. Like, I've heard athletes say, right, football stadium, baseball stadium, basketball game, uh, it's all just kind of white noise to a degree. I'm not saying you can't. Obviously, you can hear some of the stuff that's being said. But I just feel like, first of all, this sport is a quiet sport. Do you have more or less respect for how hard what they do is after seeing it kind of like I just, I have, <clears throat> I don't understand how more people don't snap. Players. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Now, I will say 99% of the fans are pretty respectful. But even but like, who is the guy we when, saw? When you're yelling the name, it's not it's, – to me, it's mostly positive. Like, well, come on, Ricky. Right? But still, you're trying to get the guy to, like, look and wave at you. Like, a lot of it's yeah. that, too, right? Yeah. Ricky! Yeah. They don't Roll even tie. Yeah. Uh, well, who was the – who's the – No, got that's a, true. Duffner got a uh, war eagle. Who was the guy we saw on, on the fourth tee box and somebody yelled in his backswing? Some random, but he was playing pretty well. He's like three or four under par. And right as the guy was like about to make his downturn, a dude's like, ah! You know, he just does a scream in the grandstand. And then the dude, he didn't shank it, but for a pro. It was a bad shot. Fucking whipped it way left. I'd be shocked if that guy got a par on that hole. It was a bad shot, yeah. So like you said, like. Russell Westbrook, you scream obscenities at him, he can get you thrown out of the game. But you like, can do that in golf, can't you? But how are they going to find him? What Was he going to do, like, point up there and be like, remove that guy? Right. Is he, he's not going to do that. Because <clears throat> you, but I guess he could. But like you said, it's not like you don't get a redo. You have your shots in the shit. It's done. Like, you're screwed. But I would be so furious. Now, we, did, we only saw that happen to a random, like, if that happens to Phil or John Rom or someone like a big time guy that's in contention, that guy's probably getting in some trouble, right? Yeah, you yeah. Would think. You would think. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I'm a little shocked. There more, they're not more meltdowns out there. Uh, p- pl- pace of play today was terribly slow. <laughs> Awful. Uh, I'm with Kepka. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. But it's a hard. I mean, it's takes a while. There are a lot of players. It's. Jesus. 18 wheelers, man. A little sketchy. Let me get by this guy. I uh, had a, one time when I was uh, 
when I was beating the bushes and scouting. I was driving from or Washington down to Oregon State, and it was the craziest rainstorm of my life. And I was in a stretch where you're just 18 wheelers, and it's just so sketchy, but at everyone night. up there is so comfortable driving in the rain. Yeah, at, at, at night. night. And you feel like you can hydroplane at any moment. The the 18 wheelers aren't worried about bumping in you because they ain't. They'll be fine. It's just Jesus. I, I don't you feel that this? Are we on the 101? Is this very dimly lit? Yeah. Like where are the lights? Just there are none. There's only reflectors in the cars. I mean, god damn. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I'm with you. I just, to me, the underrated part about golf. Like in football, you just got the one game. You go all in. In golf, you kind of got to be ready for like the long haul of it. Like you can't peak on Friday. You're talking about the players or the yeah, fans? Yeah, the players. But you got to kind of play well. It's like a marathon, but you can't have like a royal screw up. It's it's very mentally taxing. Well, it's what's it'd crazy. Be like, it'd be like if you were a field goal kicker, but you kicked 35 field goals a game or something, right? Like a field goal kicker, some games he gets used twice. Like he doesn't, not that mentally taxed. Yeah. But you, if you could have like seven game winners in one well, game, I think what's crazy. Yeah, like what's crazy is if you're, if you're just somebody who you just like making the cuts a big deal to you, or you're just you you are trying to win. Like you go in the sand on the wrong hole, or you go in the rough on the wrong hole on Friday, you can lose the tournament. How many guys are seeing body language? And it's hard to tell because a lot of them carry themselves the same way. Like. "Quote unquote," trying to win. I, I thought every, I mean fifty, more than that. Oh, well, they really are out there that think they can win. Like I can Gra- the, the Graham US McDowell roll out today thinking he can win this tournament. Yeah, he's won the tournament before. Yes, he's, he's under that. par. He's like four or five back. He's he's seen crazy shit happen. He knows that he just has to stay at the time like two or three under, and he's in the mix. Yeah. Like, I saw a quote from Tiger. He goes, I'm still alive at even. Now, Gary Woodland went nine under, who, again, looks like a DH. I'm a big, I'm a big Gary Woodland fan. But I'll, Gary I'll Woodland, Gary to me, Ga- to to me Gary Woodland's list. king of, because he's been in the mix for the Masters for years, he's got a 76 in him tomorrow. Historically. You know, like, is 15 under going to win the win the U.S. Open? Because that's... That's going to piss the people off at the U.S. Open. Well, right? we'll see what they, uh, how they, what, what can they, they really do? do? The rough's the rough, and the pin placements have already been hard. Well, it's like the greens are so small, you can only do so much. To me, what they need is just crazy winds. They yeah, need some the wind. Was, there was really no wind was not a factor. Really, today, pretty nice Friday. You know, how do you feel at uh, 24 hours at, th- at this time? You, if you're, you guys are. Well, we'll see if Haberman gets this out Friday night. I'll, this will probably be a Saturday I mean, morning yeah, release. Saturday morning, yeah. uh, so we are more than 24 hours since the Warriors lost. Did what? not see anybody. Did not. Lakeham's house, there was nobody outside. How many times did we hear random people today mention Joe Lakeham? Like, at least a couple, right? <laughs> you made the comment about every conversation you hear is about, like, your beach home or your or money or something out here. Well, the, a golf uh, to me, the the average income at a, at a especially the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach is a little higher if you just go to, like, some random NFL game. You know, it's just a lot of people are talking about second homes, a lot of people talking about purchase prices, a lot of people talking about selling and acquisitions. I know this. Like, the homes out there are incredible, right? We're talking $20, 25000000 million, $30 million homes. Uh, I, and I get it's not anyone's primary residence. Like, you got to be rich as shit to own one of those homes. 
You've got well, to you be don't rich. necessarily because you could have bought it, you know, forty years ago. Yeah, but the property taxes alone. Yeah. But your grandfather did it like nineteen seventy. You still got to be rich. Yeah. Because it's not your primary home for there, a lot of these people. There is a chance that someone out there is just had a, such an incredible buy in like nineteen sixty. It's true. But what I was gonna say though, I don't care how dope your life is, like Kanye said in the old Dave Chappelle sketch. I don't think he said that in a sketch. Wasn't that real? Like they were it, shooting? No, it was real, but I think maybe Chappelle told the story. Because I'm Kanye and I do dope shit or whatever. Yeah. And it was like... No, maybe, I think, I think he told that to Dave. Remember, he was being interviewed well, no, by what Dave happened, Letterman? No, what happened was they were, they were like watching a music video or a sketch, and somebody called Kanye, and Kanye answered the phone and was like... Yo, this Kanye. Like, yeah, what are you, what are you doing? And they told him, like, I'm watching Dave Chappelle's sketch before it comes out. And then all he heard him say was like, "Cause I'm Kanye, and dope, dope, cause I'm dope, and I do dope shit, or whatever the line is." I'm pretty sure he told Dave Letterman that in an interview. Who told Dave Letterman that? Uh, Kanye. Oh, oh, like when Chappelle kind of came back from the dead. He yeah, did an interview right. with Dave, and it was just really good interview. That, and he was, was wearing like interview. the camo jacket. He looked kind of buff. Yeah, but and, I'm and just, t- and to that's me, he told Dave the story about like what's the difference between having ten million dollars and having right fifty million dollars, forty million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> $40 million. If you have one of these homes, I get that you got other cool stuff going on, but you got to be out there. For Maybe they'll be out there this weekend. I hope I hope that we see some people who are super rich, but again, who got other shit going on in their lives, just doing some old-fashioned sports enjoyment from their front porch. Here's the thing. If you own one of those homes, like you are legitimately rich, you own a $20 million home. There is a chance if you have a $20 million home, your business, you just does crazy shit. Like I'm Joe Lacob and I own an NBA team. And we just I lost the NBA finals. Side, I don't need to be but out I just, here for but, Pebble. But a part of it, like I literally just lost the NBA finals. I can't make it. I am okay. So not I Joe. am. Uh, I'm just thinking like the CEO of JP Morgan Chase, and I, we have some talk in New York. Like I'm just saying, these guys just. I know. Some of I'm them just have saying. I, I would like to see. Yeah, if I was like real their, estate, get used. Well, I don't need it. I just they've got it. I hope that they are able to have fun. with Well, it. to me, all. if I wish da- this, I wish this for them. Well, to me, if your dad owns it and you're, like, anywhere between the age of, like, 17 to 25, you're either bringing your boys or bringing a chick, and you are there. That's where it gets dangerous, right? Because dad's like, look, you are – everybody can see you. Yeah. Everybody's looking they at you. They know who we are. Everybody's looking at you. And then you bring, like – Do not be out there doing yeah. belly shots. And then, and then you bring your buddy, you know, from, from college that's – you're beer bonging by, like, yeah. noon – and it's just and he brought eight, eight of his friends because yeah, he heard there's you, 13 and you're bedrooms. you're screaming at Tiger. <laughs> uh, so we still got you know next pod, John. We haven't talked about Hard Knocks. We haven't talked about Nick Bosa and the whole the upcoming holdout. It's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about next week. We've got a Daniel Jeremiah interview. We've got a Peter Schrager interview. We've got potentially a Petros Papadakis interview. I d- I do think it's got a chance to be the best Hard Knocks since. The Houston one was so good, I thought, just because Bill's a star, like on camera, like yeah. he just can, he just can give you a presence, and that was my issue. A Who lot was of last year? The Browns, like I, I didn't find Hugh Jackson very interesting. That's right. I didn't really watch that one. I didn't really think it was that good. Like part of the reason why this is just going to be a can't miss, and I'll be interested to see, like, does Gruden just let it loose? Does Mayock? Well, I think he's going to be in a tough position, right? Because I he, think he'll be more guarded. He'll definitely be guarded because he's not used to the NFL in that position. 
he's going to have a lot, take a lot of pride in like, hey, I'm cutting these guys. But I think Cruden could just be a fucking superstar. You know, if like, it's basically the quarterback camps meet mic'd up at Tampa and Raiders back in the day, unfiltered. Like, you can swear. To me, that's the other thing. Like, that was why Bill O'Brien and Rex Ryan were just rock stars because it was just, do these guys really say the F word every other word? And it was like, they can't help it. Right. And then by episode three or four, they basically go on camera and be like, yeah, my mom got mad at me. Right? Right. But Bill O'Brien just came out the gate swinging. And I think one thing we've learned on Bill, like, you know, I think we know about John, is Bill's legitimately nuts. Right? Bill's... Bill wasn't – I never thought Bill was acting because I just think he's a nut job. <laughs> and, look, I mean, he fires GMs left and right. Since then, guy, he's had two GMs, and they were on Hard Knocks in, like, 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so no one would be like, you know what? Bill was Bill was putting it on for the camera. Like, I, that was my issue last year with the, with the Browns. I'm like, I think he was so fraudulent. Now – I do think will there be well, some blowback on Gruden? Like he's a little over the top, but or here, do we already know him? So yeah, it's like, I, I don't. That's a great question. Football fans in general. I will. I just want. I will agree with you on Hugh in that I think part of what's cool about Hard Knocks is like I want to see high level people doing behind the scenes what makes them great that I don't get to see. I don't want to see some shitty staff meeting. I've been in shitty staff meetings. Yeah. I've been in staff meetings where no one thinks the boss knows what he's well, talking like, I, about. I want to see Gruden and run a team someone meeting. Someone has ideas, you? and they, they all get dismissed, and we're like, what did we spend the last hour here for? Right? That's what the Browns kind of felt well, like. It's I, like we've all been in that meeting. Like, I, I think it'll I be I want cool. to see the impressive meeting. Well, do you know the meetings I want to see? Hmm. Like, obviously, Gruden with the team's cool. I want to see Gruden and, like, his coaches around the table, like how when he goes over practice. Right. Like, that would be pretty cool. Like, just going over the periods of practice is what I want from you. Hey Paul, what what are we looking like here? Just like I like that's the type of stuff that hard knocks to me is really cool. I don't need to get like the cameras following Derek to his house, you know, or Antonio or Vontez. Yeah. But we're getting a lot of that. Because at the end of the day, like what see. are the cameras going like who are they picking? Vontez Burfitt, Richie Incognito, Antonio Brown? Like the options are unlimited. How is Richie not going to get an oh, episode? God. I mean, because because the Raiders in the NFL would be like, he he, we don't need this, don't do it, right? Yeah, but I, I you know the way these producers like the media. Yeah, but guys, I, but I don't think they I don't think it's up there. Like cahoots. in the well, yeah, in the end, this is NFL approved. But I, but but I also think you can't avoid that story, right? You, you, Richie Cognito is a starting player for the Raiders, potentially. Yeah. You're, you're going to just avoid, like... But they, well, I, I I mean, I don't know if you can't. I, I, I mean, like, to I, me, the Antonio I don't think... But look, I don't think... You don't think he's going to get, like, a main segment of an, one of the episodes? Oh, he might, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think if there's not much Richie, we'd be like, this is not journalistic. So you don't think he's not going to be a main character on the show? I'm with you. The league I don't, would not like... Lie. I don't know why they would. Like, what's their incentive to do it? Well, he's Richie Incognito. Well, I know, but I just, I, to me, there's just, if this was an independently produced thing, then okay, but it's, I mean, I know HBO does it, but, uh, I mean, if I'm the NFL, and, like, put it this way, if I'm the NFL, and I've got a few cards I can play, like, I don't want it, I don't want you doing anything weird with Oakland and the move, right? I'm not Well, guy, I mean, this is a problem. How do you avoid all this shit? Well, you just do it like it's a, hey, they're coming to Vegas, yay. Like, you do that kind of stuff. So you don't think it's going to be, like, that sentimental? 
Well, one thing is, do they even have a preseason home game? They play the one in Saskatchewan. Saskatoon? Maybe they do have one. How about the uh, We the North, the massive We the North and Canadian flag hanging from one of those million, multi-million dollar homes? I, you know, I know we have a couple listeners from Canada, and I, I'm sure you guys are good guys. I've only had one experience with Canadian, and I hated them. I'm going to be honest, like I, and, I, and you and I talked about this today. I like the Raptors team. Like I, I, Kyle Lowry really grown on me. I've always liked Kawhi Leonard. I've I've had a soft spot for Serge Ibaka since he was on OKC and kicked the Warriors' ass when he was, uh, you know, like their power forward. I, I like Marcus All. Van Fleet. I, their team is very. I'm rooting for their team. I I have no issue with them winning. Like, good for them. I'm not once. just big. I'm just, yeah, just once. <laughs> well, I mean, their best players are going to be in LA here in two weeks. If he's, I mean, hell, he might be there right now. But I do think, like, I, their fans have already worn me out. Yeah. Now I get it. I mean, it's I, – I mean, I do get it. I mean, they just won the NBA championship, Toronto. They've been good for a while. I mean, Masai beat up a cop. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, this is one of those days – that's one of those stories where I'm like, thank God I don't do sports talk. Right? Like, that story, if you have to do that story – now, not everybody has to do that story. But if you feel like you have to do that story, that is all, that sucks. On your give a shit level, what would you rank? That? I mean, zero. Like the last thing I would want is someone, is someone to like call a show I'm doing, and be like, "Hey, we got to talk about what? How can Masai be allowed? Or how can the? I do not believe the cops account. Have you read the account of the the Warriors fan that said the cops are lying? It's like, oh, my well, okay, God. Fl- okay, flip it. What if it was Bob Myers and they were claiming that he assaulted a? What would they call him? A, a marshal? What do they call the guys? Uh, a, 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 a trooper? Not a town. Not a uh, not a townie. Yeah, a trooper. Not a uh, is it a trooper? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever they would be. Um. Bob got screwed. Yeah, that would be. But again, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually care about that story either. Where do you think these last two weeks ranks for Joe? His minority owner. Yeah. Pushed the player and then just got drugged through the national that, media that, mud. That. We know what are the chances that Masai and the cop nobody pushed anybody as hard as as Kyle Lowry got pushed. One hundred percent, not Kyle as hard. Kyle didn't really get you know. So we got that. Couple games later, Kevin tears his Achilles. Weird moment for the doctors there. Don't skip the uh, and I don't say this sarcastically, like don't skip the Beyonce thing was a me- well, was just like a personal well, I mean, well, for like, Joe's stress. life that yeah. definitely to me that like you said this before we started recording. That hit Joe hard because his wife absolutely was in shambles. So you got the Beyonce thing, which of all the shit, like to me, the Mark Stevens thing, legit story. ACL, Achilles, legit things. The Beyonce thing, if you just watch the video, it shows you how out of touch I am. I'm like, what did what was she just ask if they wanted to drink? What what'd she do? Like what? She gave them the tickets. Right? They went through they got the tickets through the Lakeups. Now it shows you when you're that level of elite. Like Beyonce's like, yeah, of course she gave me the ticket. I'm fucking, I'm Queen B, right? I'm Hove, even though it didn't even feel like Jay Z was mad. I, I'm still a little confused on that incident. Well, like, there's nothing even. To, again, it's one of those incidents so that doesn't Beyonce's even deserve attention. So people were mad at them. Yeah, the coming to her defense because she needs that. Yeah. So the Beehive attacks, Kevin tears Achilles, and it kind of feels like something weird happened with your doctor, even though we don't know. But it, everyone kind of acts that way. And then 
I mean, if Steph's your Joe Montana, Clay's probably like your Jerry Rice mixed with like Ronnie Lott. He tears his ACL. But he goes full legend. Like he adds, like I did you see, I think SportsCenter or someone tweeted out, two guys have torn their Achilles and come back out and shot free throws, him and Kobe. <laughs> like it was pretty legendary. And he didn't just come out after the free throws, he went he didn't back tear on his defense. Achilles. Tore his ACL. Oh, okay. Tore his ACL. Tried to stay in the game. Oh yeah, two two guys have had had season enders and kept shooting free throws. You're right. The Achilles one would be crazier. He wouldn't have been able to do it. Kobe's one's nuttier. Because I think Clay, if they wouldn't have called timeout, he would have run up and down. Yes, Clay like, was kind of mad. It he like wouldn't have stopped playing. No, but now you could where tell. he might have got fucked is like ask him to run around a screen, his knee would have just given out, right? Because I think when your ACL goes, you can't go lateral. Yeah, the lateral movement. If you watch him getting back on defense. When he's going up and down straight, or do, he was doing like the jumping things where he's pulling his knees up. Because he doesn't want. He he's doesn't fine with that. Yeah. But when you go sideways, is when it hurt. Yeah, as someone that has a when torn MCL, MCL is not as much lateral; it's more vertical. Why isn't Guy Haberman protecting John Middlecoff from himself driving? Why? Why am I even letting you drive? That's a great a, qu- with that's, a torn MCL. That's a great question. I'm an awful guy. person. Um. Well, and then I think you add to all well, that. Like, also, it'd be one, I also think guy on Lake of those. Let me just say this: it'd be one thing if like all that stuff happened, and they were just playing at Oracle next year. But he's opening up a new arena that he built in a few months, and part of building that was we're going to be incredible and we're going to be a must-see team. So that's a stress too. You know, I think there are going to be some parallels, even though it's different. With when Jed, they hadn't won the Super Bowl, but we talked about this. Shit, it feels like three days ago, but I guess it was last night after the Warriors game. Like, one of the things going into Levi's, they had never won a Super Bowl. But those three fucking years with Jim Harbaugh felt like three Super Bowl teams. So the buzz going into that season was the entire fan base had their chest pumped out and couldn't wait. It's a little similar. Like, this is the greatest five-year run in the history of the franchise now you're going to have potentially one of the guys you go to see if Kevin leaves the splash bro is just going to be gone so you know that going in like Clay's just not there right so it's like you don't need because remember part of it felt like the Niners were trying to screw Jim from the start like leaking stuff like trying to ruin his season <laughs> remember that story with the Cowboys his first game the sun, it, was, it, it broke like Sunday morning the right players had quit on him uh, this one's going to be different. It's just going to be like you may go game one might be Steph, Jacob Evans, Draymond, Looney, and, you know, Boogie. Somebody, somebody they trade up for. Yeah, I mean, it could just be. And then their backups are, you know, Damian. I almost called Damian Lewis, the dude from Billions, but Damian whatever, Jones. Jones. I mean, their, their team could just not be very good. I mean, if Kevin leaves and Clay's gone, like that's because they can't replace Kevin, and they gotta pay Clay the max, but he's just not gonna be available. Guy, there are two players, and it turns out they're both on the Warriors that are gonna get max contracts that potentially will not play one dribble next year. Think about yep. that. I, uh, <laughs> When's the last time a player in the NBA, and it's what's crazy is these guys are so good. It's on everyone's like, and you and I talked about it today when we were driving up. Let's say the Warriors were like nuts they're like we don't even we'll try to lowball them or something how many teams in the league would 
100% offer Clay Thompson a max contract. Every team with a max slot? Yeah. Lakers, Clippers, you name it, they all would. Nets, Knicks. I wouldn't play many of them either. Well, but but I don't. Even, but the point is, like, they all would. We don't even need to guess, right? If Clay's like, "Hey, Knicks, I want in," what would they say? You're in, right? Right? Yeah. And I, and again, it's not like they don't want him to leave, but that just well, shows I mean, two guys that you don't even question are going to get max deals, and they would from all these teams because they're so good. But think about it. They I have mean, devastating I, injuries. But yeah, no, not the, Clay as injury, much. But in an era where people tank, tank, throw whole seasons away, so they can draft a college guy. Like, what's crazier, tanking for a college guy or that you don't even know who it's going to be or you got a lottery, you can tank and end up fifth in the lottery? Well, I wouldn't tank Or you. just throw – if you're going to throw a year away, you might as well throw it away for Clay. Well, listen, I'm – Not that they're throwing I, it away. I'm but. very anti-tanking in general because a lot of teams, like, they just act – like the Knicks actively tanked, right, the Sixers all those years. To me, I'm not actively against tanking, like, the Mavericks this year. Like, they made a trade. They kind of put Luke on ice the last month. It didn't necessarily work, but they attempted it. They got hurt Kristaps. Yes, but they were doing it for the big picture, right? Right. If you tell me, you know, the Warriors are like 20 and 25 and Steph kind of dinged up, like, you put them on ice and do a little David Robinson and Tim Duncan, even if it leads to, like, the seventh pick, and then you're like, boom, we got the seventh pick, we got Steph back, we signed Draymond, we got Clay coming back. Yeah. Like, boom, that's how you – and then all of a sudden the seventh pick is – Kawhi Leonard, now he well, he was like the 15th, but you know what I'm saying, Paul George, whoever. Now the Warriors, you'd say, haven't hit on a draft pick in a while, but now they haven't been drafted very high. Yeah, they don't. The high degree of difficulty. They hit on Kevon Looney, I'll tell you Do that. Do you think there's any chance that next year plays out where tanking is somewhat involved? Not They're some not ver- actively yeah, doing it. Some version of just not being... Do you think good. that's driving Joe nuts that he even knows that that it might be possible? Yeah, this might I mean, be the best thing? and again, that's where, that to me is like largely based on the arena, right? Like if they were at Oracle next year, I think he'd have an easier time with it. I don't even think it'd be that big of a deal. Do you? But a new arena. But now you like look the long term play. Yeah, we got the money, just like Levi's. I also think, you know, Jed didn't have a built-in excuse, right? You actively kind of screwed Jim. Now, again, Jim was not an uh, innocent bystander, but it was a disaster. And you, all these people had paid. This one is like, Clay tore his ACL, and every Warriors fan knows that. Counterpoint, bad teams in a new arena in basketball, people are like, well, hell, it's a new arena. Like, maybe it's the other way. Maybe it's like, t- this year is the year you can afford to do it. 100%. Because it's a new arena, and people are just excited it's a new arena. I mean, and you've got so much equity built up that if you're ever going to take your foot off the gas a little to reset, maybe this is well, that's maybe you saying. can get away with it. This no year. one views Joe Lacob or Bob as, like, Sam Hinkies, right? It's yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you're Joe, though, I'm with you there. But I'm just saying, even if you're Joe, maybe maybe just get <laughs> – got so much other stuff going on because it's a new arena – that you can distract, you know, you can distract do, yourself a little bit. Where I do bit. think it gets a little difficult if, like, Steph is healthy to play and you're paying him $200 million and you're like, well, we could tank, but all these people paid so much money. Can you give him a little show but, like, still try to actively lose? But, like, with Draymond well, and all, it's tough. Yeah, I just think guys are getting days off. and uh, At home? Well, Draymond and Iggy for sure. Well, to me, next year Steph plays fifty-five games, and forty-one like of them are at Chase. Yeah, 
and he doesn't. You know, and he does like the Roger Clemens, like doesn't even travel for road games. Yeah, yeah. Remember a couple years ago, was it this year? Like Iguodala didn't go on a trip. Is there going to be one of these? Like, how do we feel about Steph playing in uh, Lake Tahoe when the Warriors are in Detroit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like Tiger Woods has just named Steph Curry. Uh, a captain of the Ryder Cup in 2020. <laughs> I was like, well, is the NBA season going on? Yeah, he's going to take a hiatus. The goal, Le- the goal, the load management is going to apply to seasons. Like, the goal is to keep Steph fresh for his age 44 year. Remember LeBron did that? The first year in Cleveland, he just left. Remember that for like a month? He hated Blatt so much. He That's just, right. He just left. That's right. And they're like, is he hurt? They're like, no, I just need some time away. That's right. That's when LeBron, once he went back to Cleveland, started doing some weird shit. And it, but it wasn't even that weird. Everyone's like, yeah, he just needs some space. And then it was like taking a picture of him like lifting with Wade in no other sport. Baseball kind of, but you're on like rehab assignment. But you could just go lift with some other dude on another team if you were supposed to be playing. Football, definitely not. Dude just left. And Cleveland couldn't do Like, yeah, he's just, he'll be back when he's back. <laughs> and it wasn't even that. Like, they were just at his timeline. I'm honestly a little shocked looking back now that you say that, that the Cavs, that it never got to the point where the Cavs flew their team plane and LeBron and Rich Paul flew on a different plane. Was there a chance that that happened? Yeah, there is a chance that it happened a time or two, but I'm shocked that it didn't just happen every time. The difference is I think that whoever LeBron wanted to bring, he could bring at any moment on that plane. But remember, that was the thing with Pat, obviously. Well, that's why he was leaving, remember? It was like, you won't let me bring my buddies. Do you know not only that his buddies, like you have to put, I've heard Simmons talk about this. The Lakers hired three guys from the Cavs that are on payroll. Three, like one's a trainer, one's something else, and one, like they're on the Lakers payroll. That's where LeBron, and I get it, you got the juice, but like, and I would imagine he has zero, feels zero, one ounce of like, I'm kind of taking advantage of the situation because he feels he's getting taken advantage of. And that's the one thing the Warriors have with Steph. Like, they, they don't feel like there's no contention, right? There's no. not like this, this anger. This it's working out well for everybody. Yeah, it's like, LeBron, can't we all just be this, this together? We are paying you $45 million. You know, it's not like we're not working you to the bone for 700 k <laughs> here. Like, you are, you're getting this thing called the max. We, can't, we literally can't pay you anymore. Yeah, but that's because it's set up that way. So that's what he says. Like, you guys have rigged the deal. Yeah, exactly. Which they have. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, By the way, is this – do we just drive by – what did you say this is called? Coyote Creek Golf Club? Is that what this is, Uh, south of San Jose? Yep. Anyone who's played that, go ahead and hit us up. uh, I've always – when I I used to go to school at Cal Poly, I'd always drive by. It always looked kind of interesting off the side. Yeah, it looked nice when we drove down. We heard that McGlinchey Kittle – yeah. Dante Pettis, C.J. Beathard. C.J. Beathard. We're all there. You would imagine they – I mean, McGlinchey's pretty easy to spot, right? I didn't see any – we didn't have any blue claw. I, I would imagine that the players find a spot and sit. Or at least – I don't know. I would bet they Do you think like, they move around? Uh, maybe a little. I would think it's fun. You're tall. You can see everything. Yeah. You're right. That's true. I just wonder, though, if you're like... Bring a wife, around. bring a girlfriend, just walk around a little, be a pebble. Like, 
they're not any different than any than all the rest of us. Yeah, we just want to see what out. Pebble yeah, looks you're just like. Going around, yeah, yeah. yeah but right, then you right. go to the suite level, and yeah. I mean, when they walk by, you're like, "Hey, man, excuse me," and you turn around, and you're like, "Is Bukalinchi?" You're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> who is that?" You, like like literally, yeah, yeah. Literally use him as a lead blocker. Turns out that I kid will block me because I was talking shit about CJ. That's what we think happened. He unblocked though, so I'll give he him did. Credit. Yeah. Oh, when was that? I think pretty recently after we talked to him. So he must have looked. And he, I think you he know. Got tagged in forty-seven. Uh, yeah. Posts. <laughs> the guy. Uh, <laughs> it was easy to find. Our guy. We saw Bob Lang, who's Big Cat's dad. <laughs> I you, you, one thing you and I were talking about this today. He's been there a while, like before Harbaugh got there. The crew of guys they had during Harbaugh were like, at any moment you get a call, right? There's been an arrest. Uh, it turns out Chris Culliver threw someone off the second story, and when he hit the ground, Alden ran him over. And you'd be like, what? And, and, and you'd be, the, no, you'd be like, I, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, and it <laughs> turns out it was Ray McDonald's girlfriend. And you'd be like, oh, my God. And you can just see how happy Bob is that, like, he went away for a minute when we were talking to him, and it was his Kittle and McGlinchey. They were just asking him, like, how do you get in this place? Just asking normal people questions. And they just feel, like, pretty normal, you know? And I would imagine you're like, some of our best players are just kind of trustworthy right now, and that has to make you feel kind of good because he's the guy that has to deal with when there's a rest, like, what should we put out? What do we do? Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, gotta, yeah, we'll get the press conference we'll get to first thing tomorrow. Wouldn't you say that being the head PR guy for an NFL team is has to be a pretty stressful job? Because everything's out of your control, yet everyone goes to you inside the organization to kind of make it better. And there's right. only so much you can do. Motorcycle thong. <laughs> See that? No. Um Yeah. Well, and then the you know, obviously he had they had Colin, he had Harbaugh. He had Chip, he had Tom Sula, he had Colin, he had uh, well, Alden, you want he me had to, Culliver. You, he had, uh, let's rattle off some instances that he's had. He had. Culliver chased someone down the street with brass knuckles. Right. Bruce Miller beat up an old guy. That's right. Oh, that was after there was the situation where he threw his, his girlfriend's girlfriend. phone. Yeah. Fiance, whatever. Ray McDonald had multiple instances. Right. Alden had yeah, can't countless. Count. Obviously, Kaepernick had the. Oh, that was know. ongoing. Yeah. Harbaugh and Bulky, that was a thing for, like, a while. That was a big issue. Then there was Chip. Then there was Tom Sula from the first day. And people were like, oh, why didn't they prep him better? It's like, well, I don't know really what you could have done. Well, think about this. You were out there, like, you know, like, he's out there hitting the shots by himself. How about the Tom Sula? Kind of his best moment when he had to cut Alden. That was, you know, yeah. first training camp on the job. Yeah. Remember that? We were at Raiders camp. That's right. What happened with Low? It was you, me, and Low were doing a show, I think, and and uh, Crabtree walked by. What was the issue? They came to his house, or was he drunk that night? I don't remember, but he was a Raider. Like, oh no, it was took at a that while. time. Yeah, that that was, that was early in training that was a camp. One, yeah. It was probably like August, early August when he got popped, and he was a Raider by like September first. Right. Uh, no, like well, he was a Raider September like the 7th. Friday before a game. Yeah, and then he played Thursday or Friday, uh, I think. Right. That was a quick turnaround for him. Um, and then you had, like, basic stuff like Candlestick ended, Navarro got hurt, the lights went out of that Super Bowl. People are texting you about that. I don't know. We're doing, like, a 
Bob Langpod now. But <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, it's just a lot of shit happened over the years. Yeah. I'm sure we're forgetting stuff. Did I mention Chip and uh, Tom Sula? I, I saw Bruce Miller probably within the last year at the gym. I th- it looked like meeting with his attorney. I don't know how he shaked. Now he's rich, so he can get out of stuff. But remember, he beat that old guy to a pulp. Meeting with his attorney at the gym? Well, the, the gym is also a hotel, and there's, like, an area to, like, oh. do work and stuff. So people, there's, like, meetings. But I just remember doing a double take, and clearly he had lost some muscle. Yeah. But I it was imagine. clear because he's a redhead. So it was like, that's Bruce Miller. But to me, of all the crimes, like it turns out, you know what? Obviously, Ray McDonald's a bad guy with women. Like, he's got issues. Alden's more like he's addicted, right? I mean, he got a DUI like last week. He's got demons, yeah. To me, Bruce Miller's was like, you got demons too, but you took it out on a 75-year-old innocent. Remember the guy was just there like with his Well, he knocked grandson? on a hotel door. Randomly. And, and the guy just answered because he was just sleeping in the Embarcadero or whatever. Fisherman's Wharf. Right. And the guy got just his destroyed and remember they had the video of bruce miller leaving and he looked like a rambo uh, in the movie scene with just blood everywhere and he could barely walk it was like he was on drugs nuts i mean he might have been on drugs this has been a long day guy this has been a long day anything else we have to address what are you doing tomorrow um going to breakfast in the morning where are you guys going to breakfast uh, I think we're going to go to a place called Brenda's, like uh, southern uh, southern food. What's southern uh, breakfast food? You know, like, uh, I don't know, grits, beignets. Not that I'm eating grits, but. What time do you go there? Maybe like 9, because you got to beat the crowd. How crazy is gotta the crowd? Beat the, I haven't been there before. I've only been there for lunch. They have fried chicken sandwich. Is it in, like, the marina area? Uh, no, it's on, uh, like, Divisadero. So what will you do? Walk there or drive no, there? No, drive. You're going to Tahoe Saturday. That's the game plan as of right now. <laughs> you, well, you really might not go? No, I'll probably go. Um, I'm debating going to the, maybe go to a Giants game, 1 o'clock game tomorrow. But, again, I'm getting home at midnight tonight, maybe. Is, so your, that, is your buddy going? Yeah, Brian, Brian Lappin will be there. He's in town? What about Ryan Braun's brother? No, uh... Steve Braun is not going to be there. Is Ryan Braun still on the Brewers? Yeah. Is he playing? You see his bat flip the other day? Is he, like, good still? Yeah, hit a bomb. I just saw a bomb highlight the other day. So, um... Say the Brewers got a couple guys that ever come across my screen to go, that guy looks like a middle linebacker. They have a couple dudes that are huge. Well, their first baseman is the best. He is massive. I was watching a team the other night, too, had an enormous guy. There are a couple, some guys in baseball that... You see some first baseman just well, in the Well, Luke He's <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. How did the Cardinals just give that guy away? Joey Gallo. Is Luke Voigt a first baseman? Yeah, I think, well, Greg Bird plays first, I think. Maybe. Is, is he hurt? Voigt DHs. I think Voigt DHs. I don't think Yankee fans like him. Why not? Well, I don't know what he's hitting. Like, I know he drops bombs on Twitter, but I don't know if he's. I mean, he drops bombs. I know. You're hating on Luke, uh, Lucas Voigt. What's his first name? Jimmy Voigt? Luke Voigt. Let's check his numbers here. Well, because I heard some St. Louis Cardinal fan pissed off. Because Goldschmidt actually struggling. Kind of struggling. Yeah. And they gave him all the cash. And Voigt is so cheap. And he hits all these bombs. But I don't know. I mean, Belt's probably got two total home runs. Voigt is... I bet mean, he's got 14 jacks. No, he's got three. No, I mean, he's... He's a good player. OPS eight seventy. 
got six. I mean, he's got 16 homers. Like, I don't care what else he's doing. I mean, honestly, do the Giants as a team have 16 homers? That's a good question. If you told me they had under 25, I'd believe you. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's give it a little look see here. You like this deep baseball breakdown? This, um, I mean, this is what you do now, guy. But I mean, I, well, we were like, do we really want to do this podcast while we're in the car? And then we thought, of course we do. But then we're like, well, I mean, we'd be sitting here talking anyway, doing this this exact thing. Yeah. So I mean, so, you might as well just give the easewellness.com promo code ham and mybookie.ag promo code ham one. You can live bet the Masters. Or not, I mean the U.S. Open or just any golf tournament. Okay. But, like, tomorrow, if you get a feel early on, like, Gary Woodland's off, because you're going to be able to get some odds on, like, some of the guys at, like, three, four, five under. I have a, I, I leave that tournament not having a great feel of what the number's going to be. Yeah. You know? No. Like, could the final winner be minus 16? Yeah. If it doesn't feel like it's going to be crazy where these guys are going to shoot, like, come back to two under, right? You know, like 300. Why more. would they? Unless, I mean, because it's not like it's been really sun. Well, I guess if it gets sunny and the and the greens get hard. Because one thing I learned, John, is that the uh, the poa does not have a deep root. And so it does not retain water. It gets dry fast. Is that why it's shaggy? They say the, it's the, bumpy. The, yeah, Did you it's notice very that bump- when you are putting? <laughs> no. Uh, 60 the, home runs for the Giants you, this year. Do you think the course looked a lot different when we were out there today than when you were playing? Besides, like, all the shit. No, look the, the same. I think what we see is what people play. I mean, the the rough's long. I'm I think, just saying when you play, like the rough was super crazy long by the yeah. bunkers. Like how did yes. you get out? Yes. How did yes. you? I showed you a picture, right? There was one. I hit one ball out of the bunker that hit the that went into the grass and just got stuck, like hovering six inches above the roots. Yeah. And but, you know, because I came out of the bunker, it hit from the side, and it just stuck right there. It just stopped. As if it had, as if the grass had a bunch of hair gel in it. That's what I'm saying. There had to be holes where you just had to pick up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you I didn't keep score. Yeah, I mean it had to be really hard around the greens. It was very difficult. Yes. Well, like it was one of those where if I dropped, I'd like I'm not dropping. You know, yeah, I'm not dropping in the, in the rough. Yeah. Put this in the middle of the fairway. So, uh, Pablo's got eight home runs. He's actually a trade. Brandon Bell has nine, which is not funny except for Pablo has eight. Do you think nine's good? Or? Uh, no, it's par for the course. Nine through 63 games. So, you know, he'll hit 20, 22. Well, he'll get hurt at 17. Yeah, maybe. What do you have last year? I think 17. 14. 14. Yeah, so nine's actually a pretty good pace for him. Yeah, but he always does that. Out, he outpaces his his. Well, he eyes. hasn't. He has. He's he's played sixty three games. He hasn't played one hundred and twenty games since two thousand sixteen. So, anyway, uh, who you got, Tiger? I don't feel great about Tiger no, in this tournament. I, I don't. Um, I just know I do not have Gary Woodland. Uh. I mean, could Kuchar just go minus three, I'd minus kinda, two? I, yeah, I'd be surprised. Why? Well, has Kuchar won a major? No, this would be major one. I, there's something to, uh, Kuchar to me is perfect for, like, the uh, Wyndham Classic. Yeah, but again, he's going to win one of these majors. Is he, though? How old is he? Uh, exit 1B. I, gotta get, uh, I mean, he's 40. I like him, but I'm just saying, like, 
even after he screws Is he ready uh, to buck is he gonna buckle down with like five holes to play? Stop smiling. Why is he smiling? If he really wanted this, he wouldn't be smiling. That's a good old school sports talk take. Um I'm just saying, like I got I got directions. Make a right up here on Bambi Lane. Uh yeah, I mean, I, I don't just, know. Like, I, when it comes down to it. When you got $50 th- on a guy 50 to 1, you're you're rooting for him. I'm just saying, when it comes down right to here. it, and he's, yeah. And he's out there with Kepka. Is he winning that? Uh, no. Is Kepka winning it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Where'd my phone go? I mean, is there a chance Kepka wins yes, it? Yes, of yeah. course. DJ, I'm, I didn't, did you get about to win a major vibe from DJ today? No. It might, it might, it's hard. Like that's probably unfair. You're gonna make. I it right will up say there. this about DJ: he looks the sweetest. He's just big, well. You're gonna just, make a right up here. He looks delight. sweet. I think. Uh, well, he's. How about the golf shoe? He's wearing like the casual Adidas. He looks. They look golf badass. shoes. Like he wasn't even going with like the Tour Pro Sergio how, Garcia man, ones. They're just so clean. Yeah. All right. You notice a lot of guys have super tight pants on out there. Yeah. That's in. Well, they're, you know, it's easier now The golfers, not everybody's waist is like a 44, you know? What would you say the average waist size was? Well. 34? It's tough. I mean, yeah, that was going to be my guess, but there's some dude, yeah. Like, what do you think Shane Lowry is? But even Shane, like, to me, like, he's in better shape than you realize. He's like, he does look like, you know? Well, what do you think, like, Ernie is? 38? Just because he's thick? I don't know. Yeah, Ernie might be, like, just... Ernie might just have a ma- like. I wouldn't shock me if it was like a forty, just because he's yeah. huge. I don't know. What size head do you think Ernie wears? <laughs> Bochi. Yeah, eight and a half. What size head do you have? I'm a. I don't know. I haven't got fitted hats. I think like a seven and three eighths. I realized I tried to get one like last year. I don't really have a hat size because I'm not a quarter. Quarters too tight and three eighths a little loose. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm kind of in that same realm. Do I they just, make a special hat? I'm just. I don't even want fitteds anymore. I like a snap. No, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, okay. Are we home? On that, okay, we're close. Later. On See that, you're gonna have to make a left up here. Okay, later. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus twenty four seven customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret. And visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.